0: Welcome to Grills and Heels with your hosts, Trissy Lynn and Rebecca Skye. Each week, or kind of each quarter, uh, we talk about topics that stand in a variety of issues that we feel are important. This podcast is for adults only. You should be at least 18 years old to follow us on this journey. So kiddos, stop listening and go grab your parents, because it's going to be a good one. This podcast is for them. And I'm Trissy Lynn. Welcome to Grills and Heels. This is a place we talk about raw, edgy, and straight up real topics. So the topic oh my of this gosh. podcast that's been so long in the making, first of all, let me tell you guys something. Y'all know we're, we're educators. Summertime, you know, we be on our own shit, we're getting relaxed. Normally it's when we start popping out more and more podcasts, but because yeah. of the whole pandemic and feeling the way we feel and how the school year ended last year and that shit show and um, just relaxing and getting over what we're talking about right now, which is breakups because we experienced some breakups this summer. And it's crazy. So we're going to call this one, Breaking Up is Hard to Do. And the reason we're going to call it that because we're going to get into our shit. But the reason we're going to call it that is because of everything that we've come out on the other side with. So I think we really, we did something we don't normally do because we were in transition. So we did something we don't normally do, which is we go through shit all the way and process through it and then you know, usually we'll talk through it every single week or so, but since we haven't been able to like sit down and podcast together, we definitely have been missing the, um, the perspective of like talking through shit. Yes. But I think it's been kind of dope to kind of really get to the other side of it and bring the perspective that we have. But when I tell you this shit going to hit different, it's going to definitely hit different because since i started this show this podcast um i have been in a relationship And so the crazy thing about it is I actually took some time and I went back and I listened to some of our early episodes because now that I'm no longer with Coach, I wanted to remember, and it's crazy now because forever, as long as a digital file is out there, there is a record of the amount of love that I have for this man. So I'm going to say this one thing before I get into my story. Everything I say is 100% truth from my heart. I'm gonna start it by saying this and if you think I'm lying go back and listen to the way I talk about this man <laughs> I absolutely love coach with all of my heart I think he is a good man I think he's an amazing father I think he um is just an all-around great guy and the question would then be well then why the hell are y'all not together what I realized and what became very evident to me this summer is just because somebody is great and just some because somebody gives 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 you their best that doesn't mean that it's the best for you. Mm-hmm. And while I talk very candidly on here about the issues that I've had in my relationship, I talk about the good, obviously, but I've also talked about, you know, some stuff, didn't, you know, a baby mama issue, or this, and you know, bitch, I'm delightful, and all of that <laughs> came out of some really trying situations, and I've kept, I've always tried to be with the best perspective of, because I love him with all my heart. But I woke up one day this summer and after I was supposed to move in with him, cause we didn't talk about that. You gotta back it no, up. No, I did. I did talk about that we were, I felt like it was gonna make or break us that we were gonna live together. Because basically what happened was, um, I became a homeowner, woo-woo, thank God, um, but- Beautiful house. Thank you, thank Where you. we're recording from right now. Oh yeah, new headquarters of Him. <laughs> um, But what actually happened was, I was supposed to live with him for a couple of months while my house was getting done. And then, and then that was gonna be our big trial to see if it was gonna work with us being each other's space. Well, there's some things that happened and um, his baby mama threw down a gauntlet of, you know, kind of pulled her car that she was still able to pull. And by no stretch of the imagination, dude, I feel like he ever should have chose his, me over his child, but it never should have been a question of me or his child mm-hmm. ever. And so at the end of the day, I ended up having to move like an hour and, and a half away from my job and I had to commute. Like it was so bananas, but what that time period did for me was this, this is what I learned and it's gonna sound crazy. But I learned that it's okay to choose me before somebody else, even somebody that you love. It's okay for me to say no. I don't want to continuously compromise on these particular things, or I want to be able to do this with the person I love or that with the person I love or have this or have that. And I don't want to be constantly in a situation, especially with somebody who has kids where I feel like their baby mama comes before me. And here's the thing that a man will tell you or anybody will tell you. Well, what's time right there. Let's back that up. Cause I don't I don't think that's what you say, that's not what we talked about talked about before. Is it that his baby mama comes before you, his baby mama, or his baby mama's feelings come before you? Well, and see, that's to me it's one and the same. And see, see it, yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Because my thing is if you're worried about the way that your baby mama feels more than you worry about the way I feel, that's a problem for me. That's that is because true. you're putting In essence, I should be the females whose feelings, wants and needs that you're putting above hers. And so for me, my biggest issue then became, and it wasn't even a baby mama issue. My biggest issue became, I felt like at points I wasn't a priority. Mm -hmm. And when I had that conversation with him, he was like, of course you're a priority to me. I make time every single time Um, I have, whatever time I'm not with my kids, or working this, this, um, then that's your time. But then I felt when I actually stood, stood back from the relationship and I looked at it and I said, you know what, that's not enough for me. It's not enough for me to fit in somewhere. I'm in a, if I get back into another relationship, which I'm not doing for a while, cause I really need a fucking break. <laughs> but if I get back into another relationship, it needs to be a very clear line of what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Right? What do I want? Mm-hmm. Because really I feel like in a relationship, not only is it okay for you to be like, nah, I don't want that, but it's also okay for you to say this one thing. I'm going to get what I want out of this. Otherwise I don't need to do it. Right. My thing is romantic love is, is a choice. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely a choice. It's not a physiological need. Sex is not a physiological need. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Now let me back up, let me back up. <laughs> Sex is amazing. It's wonderful. I miss it, but. Sex is not something, that I don't need it to breathe. Okay. Okay. And I don't need it to live. Be that's that a, extreme. Phys- sure. that's not a physiological need. Like, I gotta have water. I gotta have, you know, food. I gotta have certain things. Sex I- is a need for me for my mental stimulation and for my. Correct. But it's not something you need that if you don't get to it, breathe. you can't survive. Yeah. Well, Whatever. if I don't get it, I'm a bitch. And I think nobody can survive. Completely different. Just <laughs> <You> still can <laughs> breathe in, breathe out. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> I think that's a hard place to be in when yeah. you love somebody so much and I, that's the one thing that when I talked about wanting to do this topic I told Rebecca Scott that I have to start it off with my truth and my truth is this the man that I was with I loved mm-hmm. I feel like he loves me too but I don't think what I need out of a relationship is what he can give me. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely a hard pill to swallow. And it's not easy. So when you're with somebody for a year and a half and y'all decide to break up, well, I decided to break up, and then we had, you know, we kind of went back and forth. There was a couple of times he had to like check me because I was just like, I, I'm, you know, when a woman is like to the point of where I'm done with it we be so done but like he had to go like how can you just throw away our relationship i said the truth of the matter is it's not that i'm throwing it away i'm to the point that i don't have any more fight left in me with Mm. it and that's very hard for me to say because i felt like for a year and a half i put it all on the line Mm -hmm. everything was about him everything was about and you also said that because you come out of your divorce, yeah, you made it your mission that if you got in a relationship, again, you would love without restriction. And, and I did. did, and yeah. I 100% did. I wanted to be his peace. I wanted to be good to him. I love his children and I'm going to miss them so much. But I literally, you know, when somebody like dances or they play basketball I and then mean, they be like, I'm gonna leave it all on the floor. I think I left it all on the floor. I don't think there was anything I kept from him. My mind, my body, my spirit, nothing. I don't think there's anything I kept from him. Even though I had come out of a really, really bad situation, I didn't make him account for that at all. And so I remember him saying to me, like, if we was married, would you just walk away? I say, but you didn't want that. You didn't want to get married. So don't bring up, don't throw marriage at me now. Hmm. And we've had some very interesting conversations like he made a mention to basically like hey man, like we can do this, we can just like combine forces. I was like, Don't do that to me, don't say that to me. Don't because that's what I wanted at a time, and that seemed like it was too much for you. And hey, okay. go, go back ahead. to that then. So y'all came into a part of your relationship where something did happen. Like, you're you're missing telling us that, that part of it. Like, you remember, most of the time on most of these podcasts, it's been all about, oh, yeah. Yeah, coach, coach what you feel? Oh, like, yeah. Like, you didn't really talk about what's going on behind the scenes okay, too much. Okay. So. so, some of the some of the grievances that I had literally throughout our relationship and we would talk about them and stuff like that. One is definitely time. Um, and here's the thing i'm fine with a man being busy and stuff like that and and he was and i was for the time being it was fine but when it would get to the point where i wanted more time i would tell him that and it was always like well we're i'm gonna have more time when this is done and this is this but during the pandemic we actually had the opportunity to spend so much time together and it wasn't like i got tired of him it was great Mm -hmm. and i think he was able to see How if we were in each other's space more? It is better because let's just give us a little background when it comes. Coach, coach. Is a coach. Coach is a coach, of course. No, but when it came to the pandemic and spending time together, we guys, we gotta remember too, this is also another whole year and a half after the relationship when this happened. So a whole year and a half went by before you could really spend time together. That's an issue. You know, that's, yeah. something, that, that's something that's always eaten at you. So I don't want people to think that, oh, we spent time together in the pandemic and that's what, no, 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 That took no. a year and a half to get, which is yeah. you should never have taken a year Which, to to get that yeah, and, and just certain things that I was like okay like I'm a person that loves to celebrate things for people birthdays, anniversaries stuff because I know milestones in life are important well he's not like that and I remember for my 40th birthday I told him like two months before my birthday like I need you to make a big deal out of my birthday I know birthdays are not really your thing but I need you to make this like special for me because it's my 40th birthday and he didn't <laughs> and he didn't and I remember remember feeling so like I can't believe this. Like I'm turning 40. Like this is a big deal for me. You know what I'm saying? And like me and him having a really intense conversation about it. And he was just like, I mean, you know how I feel about birthdays. And, da, da, da. and I was like, but it wasn't about you. And mm-hmm. it just, we couldn't connect on that. Like he couldn't see why it was such a big deal for me. And you know what? That also that also brings up something that I always felt. Mm-hmm. Remember when I was talking about Bear? I would tell Bear when it came to shit, like, oh, you know, I like flowers. Well, I don't. Motherfucker ain't about you. Right. Like, I don't know if a lot of men even understand that. And that could also be a point where we got to see within ourselves, too, as women and what we actually take and what we compromise for. Because I feel we compromise for a lot of shit that we can't. We shouldn't ever compromise for. And we, and when we do, it's all about a need to fill some type of void. And we shouldn't be filling voids with shit we Know we, you know, we don't really want when we compromise them for it. And I think it happens after, especially after divorce. Oh, and like, but then, like, we have realized in this whole pandemic and having all this time to ourselves is that why the fuck are we sitting here wasting time compromising? For fuckers, or even doing shit in our lives when we can do so much more, like you buying this house. Yeah, it took you. It took a lot for you to think about that, cause if y'all remember on some of them podcasts, go back towards the beginning. This bra said she ain't buying no house. She's like, that's a big commitment. So- I ain't gonna ever buy a house. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that shit's real grown up. Um, it is a lot for me. But what what I realized was life is not going to wait for me to live it right and there's a particular life that i wanted and i literally when i when i got into the process of building the house and you know thinking about yes, all of it's, that this is a built house not a oh not no. a already this is everything touched in this house is going to be a oh, new oh, touch oh, oh, <laughs> only your best friend will hype you up something like and if she, she if she don't And if she don't, you need a new friend. Um, But legit, it became a situation of... I thought my life was going to be with him. Even Mm -hmm. if we weren't married, even if we weren't cohabitating, I just figured that our life would be together. And when I started, so basically what happened was he told me everything that was going on. And I was like, you know what? I can't deal with this right now, it's too much. I literally had so much stress from this process that I was like, I just can't. So I just went and spent time with my family. And so at first it was just like normal. Like we didn't talk for like two days, but then it became very normal for us to get back into our habits of talking every day and da and I miss you and da I love you all of this stuff. And I remember we went to uh New Orleans this summer. Oh yes, it's been a weekend. We we had to get out of because we had some bullshit to oh get gosh. through. It was yes. a lot. She was going through her breakup and I was going through mine. We'll talk about that. Go yes, ahead. we definitely get on that. Um and so after all of that stuff was going on. We came back, and I basically realized it wasn't going to change. Mm-hmm. Like it was still the conversation was still the same. And at that point, it was something. It was like it's the same thing that happened to me when I got a divorce. There was a switch that went on with me that was like, nope. <sighs> I, you've done as much as you can do and you can love him, but you're done. So I actually had to like, I'm, I'm done. We, I don't, I don't want to do this no more. And it was a lot of back and forth that I was actually surprised that he like showed me as much. Cause he always show, tells me how much, you know, he loved me and cared for me and stuff like that. But I didn't know it was going to hit the way that it did. And I don't know what it is inside of men that I think they know when a woman's really done. Yeah. It's like, and I'm going to talk about another thing that I don't know what happens with men too. That's (laughs) later in the podcast. But it was something that, it's like he knew and like we were going like back and forth having a conversation. He was just like, I just don't understand how you can just be done out of nowhere. And that to me was almost insulting to me because it's like, are you kidding me? It's not out of nowhere. Like I literally, and everything I told him when I broke up with him was this. I said everything that I brought up, I have talked about over the year and a half we're together. I didn't talk about it with anybody else. I talked to it but I talked to you about it and it was like frustrating to me because he wanted to make it one issue when it had nothing to do with it. It had to do with what I need from a relationship I am not getting. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to say because I know he was giving me his all. Mm -hmm. Well, let me not say that. I know he felt like he was giving me his all. I don't even feel like he was giving me his all. I feel like he was giving me as much as he could. But I moment. definitely, at the moment, but I definitely feel like there was more, if he really wanted to make our relationship the best it could have been. I think it definitely should have been some conversations, follow-up conversations when I said, this bothers me, this, 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 this. And instead of saying, well, let me know, let me see. It was just like, oh yeah, we'll fix it. But the fix it never came. Okay, so let's pause right there. Okay. we're we gonna get into a whole other topic when it comes yeah. to that, because I do believe we need to touch on the fact that I don't think men understand. I think that the, our generation of men, our men, mm-hmm. did I say that right? I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. I need one. So I don't think the men in our generation really understand what a, what you're supposed to be really in a relationship with us. I think they grew up with old school values. Sometimes, some of you know, them, yeah. some of them, like I'm saying, like they had the uncles, they had the whatever. Not, if the dad wasn't around, they had those men that, like, you know, either they yeah show this woman this or show this woman that, and then they listened to music from the '90s. You know, the rap music and said fuck them bitches, fuck everybody. You know, you a pimp. But I, they listen to that shit. So really, bitches wasn't shit. You know, <laughs> they you. It's like a you flipping a coin dealing with some of these men. Yeah, of our generation and why I kept saying why I say at the moment because I think Coach loved you with all his might. Now there's no ifs, ends and buts about that. I wasn't in that relationship but I'm seeing on the outside looking in. There's no doubt in my mind that Coach did not love every single inch of this woman. Yeah. No doubt in my mind. 100%. And there's no doubt in my mind he tried his best to do every single thing he could to make you happy and to make the relationship work because again they dated before and this man came back this man professed his love at any minute, any moment but Like you said before, it wasn't enough for you because you required more. And I think he, Mm -hmm. because he loved you so intense, he thought just showing you and not just telling you and, you know, being there and talking to you all the time was enough for you. And it's not. But I say that that was probably his only model of a good relationship between you two. So being being loyal, not cheating. Yes. Giving me every piece that he had. Yeah, I agree. So it was better than what probably his previous relationships was. But it wasn't enough for you because, again, as women as we are, we're on a whole different level than some of them other bitches. You know, some of them other bitches, they go go for crumbs, they go for little shit. Yeah, I'm just saying that like he only can do what he wanted in the relationship, but he's only can do what he's used to doing in the relationship. Yeah, and maybe him even stepping a little foot out and doing something different felt like a lot to him, but it was just that was your floor. Remember, we talked about that. Yeah, That, that was your floor, that was his ceiling. Yeah. And sometimes we have to realize that to people and again there's no doubt in my mind that I think coach didn't love the shit out of you. There's no doubt in my mind I didn't think you loved the shit out of Coach. Oh, yeah. It's good. But I think as we age and we understand yes. and understand ourselves, we don't un- we don't have to settle for this shit. And I guess it's a little bit of divorce confidence too. Yeah. But it definitely divorce confidence. And I'll say this, and I thought about this today. I was talking to um, New York today, and I was telling her, I said, you know what, the thing about it is, um, I take the I take the love languages very seriously, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And my My two top love languages are quality time is number one and number two is touch. I wasn't getting the quality time I need to feel love. See, here's the thing, a lot of times people wanna love you with their love language, Mm -hmm. but you need to figure out my love language and do that. And here's the thing, here's the problem with relationships. If you can't love somebody like that, even if you love them, you gotta let them go. Right. Because my thing is, that is the most selfless thing you can do. I cannot love you the way you are requiring to be loved. Therefore, let me let let me let you be done, mm-hmm. right? And the hardest part about that is this, I can't see him. I can't be around him. Mm-hmm. I- I'm, I'm not in that space because I already know if I see him, I'm just gonna want to melt into him. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm Billy badass on the phone. <laughs> I'm Billy badass <laughs> on this motherfucking phone. I'm like, yes, I'm good. How you doing? Real casual and shit. But he was like, you We know, don't talk you... about that. We don't talk about that. Too. Listen, we talk about that later. Like, he was like, you know, I want to spend time with you. We should hang out. Got... And I was like, yeah, for sure. I don't think I'm married. No, you're not. I don't think, and I'ma tell you one thing that he had to really get in my ass one day, cause he told me he didn't want to be my friend. and how I was gotta, like, how the hell? hell you don't want to be my friend? And then he was like, nah, I'm not in that. He said, not, you're not putting me in them other, in that position, you, you got them other niggas that show ex-boyfriends, but they your friends. He was like, hell no. He said, either you gonna give me another shot or once I realize you're done, I'ma leave you be. And I'm like, it's just such a weird position to be in, Mm -hmm. but because I do love him and do I want him to be out of my life forever? No, but do I get it? And do I have to respect the boundaries that he put up? He respected the boundaries I put up. So I have to respect the boundaries that he put up. Oh, he got with me one day. He was like, Uh, don't don't come at me again. My dad and I was like, Well shit, okay. My bad. You done told you don't put you. See so you so used to talking to your exes like y'all homeboys. You can't do that with coach. You literally that's why I told you uh, earlier the uh, other day. I was like, Are you you sure you wanna talk to him like that? Yep. Yeah, yeah, we could No. Coach can't coach can't do you cannot treat coach like you treated every ex. And, you and, cannot. A, and a crazy thing about it is he, he'll he casually call me and I'll, I might like to talk about like what's going on with, you know, school and da, da, da. And I might do the same thing. And it's just always a quick conversation. Like we never veer off very surface conversations. And so I don't know how really to react to him anymore because I can't just... Because he was one of my best friends and we did talk every day about every single thing, Mm -hmm. but we can't get back into that Mm mode because our conversation is very, very, is very surface. Yeah, because because you've done and you're finished with it, but coach isn't. I don't know. Like he's not you up be, there. Me. No, 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 no. You know better. You know as well as any goddamn body. When a nigga is done, he won't fuck with you. He already said he won't be your motherfucking friend. What the fuck? What? What do you think he called? You know that what? Was Let me get on my shit. Never mind. That was hard. That was harsh. That oh, was I'm, harsh. I'm. Come on. He ain't fucking over this shit. Wake the fuck up and you know this shit because you way too smart and got too many goddamn degrees to sit there and be saying that bullshit, especially on the block podcast. I ain't let to get away with that shit. She's being very harsh. I'm not being no. harsh. I'm you, I'm, I'm being realistic right now. You know okay, he ain't fucking fine. over that. But Go keep ahead. playing yourself like you want to, oh, he's over No, No, he don't want to be your friend. If he reaches out and calls you, it's for a fucking reason, not just to be your friend talking about the goddamn weather, Bump that shit. Anyway, so let's talk like, about some more other shit. Cause I'm gonna get in her ass and get in some more shit later. Gosh. So Tracy Lee had went through her breakup and did things of that nature and um it was hard for her. It was hard, you know. It was hard, but you guys remember our podcast way back in January when they had their first breakup too. It I don't even bit, think I really talked about it. I think I really jumped over it. Um, you touched on it a little bit, and then he was back, and then you you talked about how it was a little blip in y'all relationship. Oh yeah, that little blip because it went, it didn't last long. So like three days. Yeah, but um, it is what it is. So, uh, I think before I talked about. Me and ninety five South. I think I talked about it back in February because we um, parted ways back in February at first, and um, we parted ways for a couple of a couple of weeks, or maybe, maybe uh, whatever. We parted ways for a minute. And um, we were in some type of weird place. And we got back together, um, which is sort of weird how we did it. But uh, we got back together around my birthday and stuff like that. And um, he was like, it was my big birthday. And um, we're not gonna talk about that because something really happened to the next year too. So uh, it it's my big birthday and I remember him nice. reaching out to me and asking me, oh no, no, I reached out to him. That's what I did. Cause, Oh, my God. Um, 95 South is a full-fledged Capricorn, and they are fucking crazy. Uh, They are stubborn little fuckers. That's all I can say about that. Um, So, yeah, I reached out to him, and... um, about the pandemic. Because again, just like 95 South and me, Coach and Tracy Lynn talked on the phone all the time. So yeah. it was hard. It's like, I relate so much when it comes to y'all and I can understand the process y'all going through because me and 95 South talked on the phone all the damn time. Yeah. And um, it progressed. Like We really wasn't talking that much, but then it, we got into a rhythm of always talking and, and that's how we were. So um, like we would have our our conversations and the our conversations wasn't like it was like downtime or nothing. We talked about every fucking thing under the moon. And for me in my adult life, this is the first time I've ever interacted with a man who could intellectually meet my needs. and actually he's challenged me to some shit and really talk on my level. And I didn't have to dumb down shit when I'm talking to him and that's a magical fucking thing. Uh, And everything I was bringing to him or talked about, he didn't take offense to it. It wasn't like, if we disagreed, it wasn't an argument. It was literally a disagreement. We talk about it, we move on with life and he'll say shit like, oh, is that how you feel? Okay, you feel that way and we'll move on. But I think it's a cat form ways because again, I would get a little rah-rah and he wouldn't be my cheerleader to do something. He'd just be like, no, no, no. We're not doing that right now. So uh, is that how you feeling? <laughs> is that how you feeling? No, uh, are you done? OK, just want to make sure you're done. Are you I'm done are some... you finished? <laughs> so that's what it was. And. Um, and the pandemic came and we just started spending so much time together like most people (laughs) because everybody got booed up everybody was getting booed up and it was amazing because we were spending so much time together than we've ever spent but unlike trissy lynn and coach we actually spent time together and spent the night over people's houses and did the shots fired I, and we wasn't together that long at all. Um, if you if you even look at my if you even follow my um, social media accounts, you would think I was I've been single for five years. Lies, <laughs> the lies, you the I, lies I tell it. about being single online. That's what. Don't take social media; it's not serious. real. <laughs> and I, do it for entertainment because I think it's fun. I think it's funny. I get reaction. 95 South thinks it's funny. Like these these thirsty motherfuckers in your DMs aren't they? Maybe, maybe not. But anyway, so um we start spending a lot of time together. And as I talked before about 95 South, he going through some old other shit in his life. And um him just getting out of a relationship and doing some shit. It's like a lot of shit that I understood. Um, but I always talked to him, in, in such of a way, like I try to keep it separate. I didn't want to trauma bond with somebody at all. Hell no. And um, and it's 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 amazing how I felt sometimes like is he trauma bonding with me? Because I don't know, I'm not doing it. Because I'm over my shit. I'm over my long relationship and you know getting a divorce and you know, going through all that shit. But I understand that sometimes some areas of his life he didn't he didn't know because no one could relate to him and I was the person that related to him even though we didn't talk about it all the time it would come up every once in a while and I would be the little ch- I would be the cool you know I'm, I'm down to talk to you about this but I'll cut it real short I don't feel like talking about this right now because at the end of the day I'm not your fucking friend you know and that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes when they want to talk to you about some shit but sometimes you, it's, a cro- it's a line you have to st- You know, I don't want to hear about your last relationship. I don't want to hear about what they did and what they didn't do. I don't want to, cause I feel like, I feel like at the beginning, I told him that I said, I feel like you're comparing me, but you're not comparing me in such a way like, oh, you do this better than her or whatever. You're comparing me as damn, I'm not used to this. You know, I'm not used to someone being this feminine. I'm not used to someone, you know, being able to talk, talking to me and not getting upset. I'm not used to I, I don't want to be, and I talked about in the podcast before, I don't want to be an anti-her. I'm not an anti-her, I'm a me. Yeah. I and that's it, the part. Yes. That's the part. I don't and I don't want to be labeled an anti her because the anti her is eventually going to get over her and it's not going to relate anymore. And you be like, okay, now I know something different. I want to be just the me. I want to be my unique little unicorn ass. I want to blow your mind mm-hmm. without you having to think about it. So you need to just be like, it's not about her. It's about this the best I've ever had. Yes not, it's better than what I used to have. Correct. Because clearly it's better than what you used to have or you wouldn't be with it trying to have it. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? Right. My thing is, I would never see, this is the thing. I would never go, man, you're better than my ex-husband. Well, damn, duh. <laughs> I never told Coach like, you're better than my ex-husband. I told him once, he told me in the beginning, he said, if I ever do anything that makes you you think about your ex-husband, please let me know. He did something one time, he made a comment and I like immediately like snapped. And he was like, yo, you're tripping like, okay, you told me you wanted, okay. But like, you know, I'm not like this. So why I said, you know what? We had to come up with this statement, poorly placed jokes. Yes. That clearly was a poorly placed joke. I clearly took it too far and then stopped because what happens is people are not mature enough to go. Damn, that's a poorly placed joke, okay. Now nah, I ain't mean it like that. No. You hurt the people feelings. Stop fucking talking. Backtrack and go, okay, let's move on. Yeah, apologize and move on. Apologize and move the fuck on. A lot of people do not like so y'all y'all were talking and y'all broke up. Oh me and oh me and 95 South, yes. So the pandemic was happening. We spent a lot of time together. Even went on a little vacation to the mountains and stuff like that. And um which is weird because okay, so 95 South is a year out of his last relationship, right? His last major relationship, but not a year out of his last whatever. You know, I wasn't the first person. Um, so, but a year after his big long-term relationship. So, I planned this mountain thing and we went on this mountain plate of this mountain thing and he's never been to the cabins or the mountains so we went there and I remember, I don't know if you remember, a couple days before we left, I was like, he's acting yep. funny. Some, uh-huh. I said, something's different about him and you were like, what? What is this? I said, I don't fucking know but something's different. Like, I remember you guys said, we might be going to the cabin. That's table. what I told I was like, we <laughs> might be going to the cabin ourselves. was stop, stop that. Because he's tripping, tripping and it wasn't like he was disrespecting me. He wasn't treating me bad. His whole, his whole mood changed the couple days before we left because we leave on a Friday. And I think it was that Wednesday or something like that. I was like, something ain't right. He's, he's being short. He's different. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, something is really, really bothering him. So I remember the day before we left that Thursday, I text him because I really was keeping him away because I knew something wasn't right. And, um, because I, I know how my mouth is. And if he said something smart to me, I would annihilate with him with my words. Well, I probably wouldn't have, because he probably would have got me. I mean, he really, he, when it comes to equally matched fucking words, that he, he got me. So uh, I was going to snap and I knew I was, and I didn't want to do it because we supposed to go to the uh, mountains. But I texted him and I was like, are you sure you want to go because you're acting really weird? And he he, he was like, "Yes, yeah, something is bothering me, but I'm sure you don't want to hear about it. That's how I know uh, we've already had a conversation about, I don't want to hear about your shit sometimes. So let's keep that in mind. <laughs> um, I was like, well, just let me know if you still want to go or not, because you know me, at the end of the day, me and Tristan Lee would have had a good old time. A good old time, honey. <laughs> you know, one month he ain't gonna stop my show. He was like, no, no, no. I'm, I, I still wanna go. We still gonna go. Blah, blah, blah. So we went. I learned a couple weeks later, just through casual conversation, he was like, oh, yeah, that was my anniversary weekend or my anniversary day. He was like, I know you wouldn't want to know that. I know you wouldn't want to hear none of that shit. Um, and I was still processing it. I didn't think it was going to hit me the way it hit me, but it did. That's why I was acting that way. I was like, oh shit. I'm glad you did not say anything to me because I would have straight up said, and even not talking to him, fuck it, you stay by yourself and be in your shit, be in your fitness. Like we ain't going do that. And he was like, he was so funny because he was like, I'm glad I went because I, I was relaxed. I was able to get my mind off of it. It did exactly what it was supposed to do, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, with that being said, um, so we went on um, vacations and stuff like that. He started to be doing more stuff, like getting more into reaching his goals and getting busy. That's like Capricorn ways. they always trying to think of hustling things. Like he's always, I'm gonna do this, this, and this and I'm gonna work my ass off until I get there. And that's what I always admired about him. I, I admired his motivation. I admired his fucking ambition. He's an ambitious motherfucker, and, and I admire that shit. That shit's a fucking turn on. Uh, <laughs> you should see the face she's making. <laughs> being married to somebody for all those goddamn time, Ooh. and he wasn't fucking ambitious. I mean, he was ambitious in getting what he wanted because he's narcissistic as fuck, but he wasn't ambitious goal-wise. He was ambitious Ugh. in fucking people over. You know, and a raggedy motherfucker. I said that's a raggedy motherfucker yes. right there. So it was, it was different, and that motherfucker was a Capricorn. So I don't even get that shit. <sighs> so anyway, um, we were spending time together, and um, he started doing shit. But every so often, um, he would like drop these little things, and he would say things like, "Oh my God, this is why." I'm I, I, I don't want to get married again. And believe me, I'm fine with that too. And I was okay with that. We had a conversation way early because I do not want to get married anytime soon. I have no no urge in me to get married. <laughs> you know, I did that. And we had a discussion before with me and him and I was like, um what are what not nah, like? What are we doing? Because I want to make sure you're not on the path of getting married. You want any more kids? So I don't want none of that shit either. And he was with it. He was like, yeah, you know, I, we'll just see where this goes. I mean, we haven't. We're having a great time, and yeah, we're together and shit like that. But we both know we don't want marriage. Gr- agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So so often I check in to make sure shit don't change because <laughs> you know when shit changes up it fucks up everything scary, so man. I know I, I don't want I don't want nobody in my space like and I'm so adamant about that too and that's what I'm coming to um, for a reason too I like my space I like being able to go as I please I like being able to decorate my house or make my own rules in my house or whatever I like to be able to go visit yeah, you definitely. I like to be able to get away sometimes with you I like to be able for you to visit me but I like separate space. Like, I think it's the best thing. And, and 95 South would always make jokes. He was like, You're going to be my special friend. If something ever happened to me on my obituary, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know? <Found> <laughs> me, Special friend. Um, but anyway, um, so we talked about that. And um, when he started getting, he started dropping things like, you know, he just loves his freedom, not having to answer nobody. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But then he would make some, he would make he would insinuate some, some things too. Like he didn't want, um, a relationship, but not really want a relationship, but it was just, it just made me feel some type of way. Like, okay, do you think we're not in a relationship or do you think like. Do you think this is not something? Like I don't I don't understand because here we are nine months in. Like right. nine months in at this point. Like we we've been together for nine fucking months. And mind you I say nine months because he made it that way. Cause I asked him about going to a friend's wedding with me. And I was like, You think we gonna you think you see us even like hanging together, being a couple or something like that by the time his wedding comes? And he made me stop. He was like, wait a minute, let's let's revisit this. He's like, I thought we were on the same page. I thought we were on the same thing. Of course we're gonna be together by then. Of course I'm gonna sit there. We cool. Like, unless something dramatic happens between me and me, me and you, which I don't think it's gonna be because we we you know we we mess well together y'all vibe so Our, much we yeah right we really and I like vibe together too. <laughs> I hate when I like my best friend boyfriend and then they not around no more <laughs> I don't want to meet nobody new I mean oh and it's so funny you guys when we went to New Orleans she talked on her phone, the phone to 95 South but she told him that <laughs> why can we not together because she didn't want to get me to the streets <laughs> so I said I can't put her back in these streets <laughs> I was really? serious. Like, I don't want her in these streets. <laughs> but anyway, so, sorry. He would make comments about stuff like that, and I, it, made, it, it made me think, like, what are we doing? So I finally had my breaking point because um, he was getting excited about a new adventure he was going on. And um, I was like, okay, cool. Then he would he say, said, he said something. I forgot what it was, but um, it made me think. I was like, so what... what do, what the fuck are we what the fuck are we doing? I said, let me know right now what do you want out of this relationship? Because as far as I know, we're cool. But you keep saying things and you keep insinuating like you don't really want to be in a relationship right now. And I'm okay with that as long as you fucking make me know because your words are saying you're not really ready for a full relationship right now, but your actions are telling me, you want me around all the time. We're talking on the phone all the time. Uh, I'm making you get off the phone at night. Like we're spending time with each other. Like you, if I'm not at your house, you're at my house. Like that's what we're doing right now. That's and, and that's that's what we're doing. So you let me know what was happening. And I remember it was on um, July the 1st. And it was so it was so crazy because we were cool in the morning. By six o'clock that afternoon, we were broken up, and I was like, I ain't gonna uh, I guess this is our last conversation, but I ain't never talking to you again. And he was stunned. But I had to ask questions. I was like, do you think, am I am I, am I requiring too much time from you? And he was like, nope. Well, actually, you really cool. You don't require none of my shit. Like, I'm like, okay, am I clingy? Because you you're making it seem like Uh, Not I'm a bugaboo. No, 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 no. He makes it seem like being in a relationship is a confining thing. Yeah, and it shouldn't be. And it was never geared towards me. None none of his shit was ever geared towards me. It was always residual from his last relationship. He was really in a relationship where I could tell no one fed him life. Um, And he was in it for all the wrong reasons. You know, no one ever sit there and say, you're a great man, you're doing all this shit. You know, you... You should, you know, let your motivations go. Go do this, go, go do this shit. I could tell this last relationship it was not a lot of, you do you. You know, and if you were me, I'm gonna tell you to do you because I don't want your ass in my face all the time. God, your ass time. gonna do you. Your ass gonna do you because I'm gonna do me. You know, as long as we doing each other in the bedroom, we fine, so, and only each other. Nasty. But it because of what he was talking, it made me think like, am I clingy, do I, am I asking too much? And he was like, no, 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 you're perfect. Then why are you saying what you're saying? Yeah, that's if I'm not stupid. if I'm not smothering you, if I'm not clinging, if I'm not asking you to do if I'm not asking you to go out your way to, to, to see me, like I'm not requiring all of your free time. I never required all his free time. And he would always say it's such a good thing. that he you know, again, he's not used to that. Do your shit. I remember one time I was at his house. And he was working in the living room and I was sitting in the bedroom watching TV and he came in, he was like, I'm just checking you to make sure you okay, cause you're so quiet. I said, I'm just doing me. You do your shit. I don't need attention. <laughs> I was like, I like, so said, I was like, I don't, I'm good. I don't need attention right now. He was like, it's just, wow. He's like, I want you around. I like the fact that you, I can, I know you're in my house, but I can work and you not be up under me. I'm like, cause I'm never going to be that way. That's, weird. That's not me. That's like, weird. I'm never going to be in front of you saying, look at me, look at me <laughs> while you're working. I'm a grown ass motherfucking woman. Do your shit, boy. Get your shit. But I might walk by with no panties on and, ex- oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I might. I wouldn't I let I mean, if I you, went. if he takes more than like, if he's working for three hours and I'm getting real bored and horny, I'm gonna say I need to be fucked. Like, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I just need you to fuck me, you know. And then you can go back to your work. <laughs> a little bit, and then you can go back to work. No, fuck me a lot, bit, then you can go back well, to work. Well, fuck me to sleep. That's the best yeah. thing you could. do. You might wanna put me to bed, cause I'm probably gonna keep annoying. <laughs> But anyway, he made a comment about that and it was nice and I didn't, you know, it was nice for him to be able to work and I wasn't around like that, but I was in the same house. and I'm like, that's who I am. So, um, so that shit would happen. But his words were, it just felt like, okay, am I in a way? Do you feel like I'm in a way like you can't do shit because you're with me? And he didn't say it in that sort of way, but he was like, I just, I just, I think it's my time to be free and to get into myself. Like it's the first time in a long time that, you know, I haven't really been in a relationship and I haven't did whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, if it's the first time in a long time you haven't been in a relationship and you've been in one with me for the last nine months, we have a disconnect here. (laughs) Because either you're not really seeing the fact that we had a relationship. A full relationship. A full relationship or, this relationship was so smooth that you keep reflecting back to your old shit that you ain't got over with yet. And you don't realize we ain't doing none of that shit that happened in your old relationship. Nothing. And that's what I feel. And that's what caused me to sit there and say, well, I'm done with most of the shit with him because he was so, to me, unhealed by his old shit that he didn't realize that I didn't require none of that shit that he was thinking. Like all his fears, all his anxieties, all that, none of that shit had nothing to do with me. Not a single you ain't ounce. You did give him none of them complexes. I didn't, but I had to endure those complexes even though mm. I didn't do none of that shit. And I realized that. And I told him on the phone, I was like, I guess this is our last conversation because I'm not I I'm not in the business of selling myself to no goddamn body. If you don't see my worth and what I do and what I brought into your world, then that's on you. That has nothing to do with me. I know I'm the fucking bomb. I know I'm fucking dope. Like, that's, that's the shit. I know that. And the thing about this, you're not a bad man. And I told him that he is not a bad man with shit, no way, shape, form. He's a He really is. A, he is a dope personality. But in the same aspect, I'm going to let you do you. It's going to hurt, but I'm going to let you do you. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. You're going to miss the shit out of me. Because you're going to fucking realize that shit Not not shit. Dozen. And, um,. And that's how it was and we stopped talking. And it was funny cause it took a couple of days and like our phones would do some crazy shit. Like my phone would send him a message from like a week ago, he would get it. He was like, what's that meme about? And I was like, what are you talking about? Mind you, we ain't talking like four days. And he was like, you just sent me this and he screenshot it. I was like, I ain't sent that to you. I said, I sent that like, Three four days ago, and I screenshotted my phone. I was like, "This is when I sent on the date and time." He was like, "Oh, that's crazy! I just got it." I was like, "I don't know what the phone's doing. Whatever universe, Hating you know, phone. You know Hating Hating that that phone. Phone. I was like, whatever. So, but then we stopped. But then this is why I want to talk about Tristan Lynn, right? So. Oh, so I was really hurt uh, me and 95 South um, broke up hurt residuals hurt right now but because we didn't we, we didn't part on bad terms we cool like I respect that man like there's no if, ends and buts about that I respect oh, that man. man he never made me feel any type of way like bad and negative it just uh, what he would say which hurts my feelings and I actually did go off a little bit before he would say it just bad timing Nine months ain't bad fucking timing bad timing is when we were talking that first month and you realize when I came to you and asked you what is all this shit like I want to make sure before before I go to these streets <laughs> Uh, in the beginning, you know, I want to give you, I, I, I'm a little person. To pull it. Yeah, I'm a little person. So if you want to lock this shit down, let me know. And you basically, and you did. So we had this conversation. So anyway, um, yeah, bad time was when I had that conversation, that first conversation with you. Bad time is not fucking eight months later. Um, so that shit pisses me off. But I also think to myself, what I was saying about coach earlier is that sometimes you get to a point, or you, you got to understand, taking men at the At their value. I realized at that point, talking 95 South that day, he doesn't see the wrong in his ways. He doesn't see why this shit hurts me. He's not seeing this shit. And he's not malicious with what he's doing either. He just does not know any more than what that is. And I can't fault him for that. He has to grow and he has to heal in his own goddamn ways. He has to. And when he does heal, that benefit him more and whoever the hell he ends up with or if it miss me again, it benefit me more. But you got to heal because like you can't keep going through this shit. You can't, when someone's giving you all these fucking rainbows and fucking lollipops, you can't be getting mad because you got food poison from the last bitch. And, and again, <laughs> or you can, but it just won't be this full. Right. Oh, you're right. You're and that's right. the thing. You can keep going through the same cycle. And I think that was probably the hardest thing with walking from, it wasn't like, um, a lot of times people want to be like, he cheated. No, no. You cheated. No. No. I mean, he hit you. No. So what's the problem? It just wasn't, it's no longer feeds me. Like, so what? That's the thing too. Why do people feel like you got to suffer in order to do some shit? I mean, because that's what people's mindsets are. And I'm sorry. It does hit a little bit different as you get older. Like, the truth of the matter is my life hits very different now. As in my 20s, I dealt with a lot of crap. In my 30s, I was trying to make a way and, you know, make people feel comfortable. In my 40s, I just don't want to be in something I don't want to be in. It's what I choose. My thing is my 40s is all about the things that I choose. Right. What I choose is I want to be wild by a motherfucker. I sent that to a dude today. I said, honestly, where I'm in life is I need to be wild. And his response was, just for clarity, what does that look like? I say, I don't know. I'll let you know when it happens. <laughs> God damn it, I'll let you know. <laughs> But one thing I do know is I will never be in a situation where I'm trying to make it happen for a man no more. One thing that I'm the worst at, thinking for a man, never doing it again. Nope. Uh, another thing I'm bad at, trying to figure out situations. I'm done. You a man, you figure it out. Yeah. Okay? I'm done with all of those things. I've made relationships too easy for men. When Coach used to tell me, you my piece, I should have been a little ruckusy. Maybe if I would have been a motherfucking see, I would have been getting the things that I needed and not been this piece, and maybe he would have broke up with me. Truth be right, I got some raw wire in my spirit I got to let out. Because I can't be your piece and then I'm over here stressed out because I just want time. Right. Or your baby, I feel like your baby mama can let you know when it's gonna go here and this, bitch, let me tell you something. No, 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 let's go back to this. It's more than just the baby mama. I want people to understand, it's not this baby mama drama. The baby mama wasn't like um, causing like ruckish or like, she wouldn't even meet me. She Yeah, she wouldn't meet it. It was the fact that one thing that I've all that I did not like, and neither did neither the Trissy Lynn is that she still had access to his house the way she wanted to have access to. Him. No, no, he said now, that wasn't true. Listen, no, no, no. Listen to what I'm gonna say. Because mm-hmm. I know what I'm saying is true because of okay, this. Right. You on the phone talking to him. He's telling you his baby mama's there to pick up the baby, but she walking around upstairs like she lived there. Right, and that was, when I talk about, we had a fight about that. I'm saying, that's why I'm saying she had access she shouldn't have had. No, no, no. That happened six months into us dating, and she said she ain't let her in no more. (laughs) He said, I mean, shit, I heard about that for about an hour that day. He's like, and I wasn't about to fuck up my happiness. But that's the thing about it is, I shouldn't they have to tell you. you should have a, it, it should your ex woman, whoever the fuck she is, um should not have access to you in those type of ways. If y'all have a kid together cool, co-parent. And, and all oh, And the way that he tried to explain that away of, will she know where everything is? Fuck her. You find that shit in your goddamn house. Pack Pack and you think he said, well, that's why I got back on the phone with you so you felt comfortable. I say, I don't, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. I'm not okay. In fact, I'm pissed off. And But you know what? Here's what I did. I let this shit slide. Mm-hmm. And that was things, things I feel like in a relationship, when it doesn't last, you have to find the fault that you did. I let too much shit ride. I let too much sit slide. I let too much sit because I trusted him and I don't feel like he he disrespected me on purpose ever. And I don't feel like he was like disloyal to me in any way. I just feel like she had way too much access to his life that I was uncomfortable with. And when she I had, was bringing it up, he allowed way too much access. Correct. And when I brought it up, it was always like, nah, man, ain't nobody thinking about that girl. She thinking about you. And that's what. Men don't understand either. Sometimes the woman in your life is not a hating ass woman. She's letting you know what another woman might fucking think. But again, the but again, and that's why I had to remove myself from the situation because what I can't do is worry about a bitch I ain't never fucked. <laughs> I didn't fuck her, <laughs> therefore I shouldn't be concerned <clears throat> with what the fuck she's doing. See, that's more stress than I need in my motherfucking life. The whole pandemic out here. <laughs> you know, I'm worried about somebody who won't even fucking meet me. Bitch, I'm delightful. I've been delightful. I'm still delightful. I will fucking be delightful. You should have shut, as a man, you should have shut that shit down and be like, this my girl. Mm-hmm. This her. She around your kid. She's kind to your kid. She cooks for your kid. She fawns all over your child. Why you out being a COVID nurse? She over here, <laughs> hugging and kissing on him, making sure he don't feel no type of way. When he walk in her house, he go, where's my grits? <laughs> Can I have some grits? Where's my sausage? <laughs> but instead of you being an adult and going, let me at least meet the person. But, you know, again, I can't live that life. Right. Anybody I would ever date again to have children, you better believe my first question is, what your paperwork do? <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, I'm like, what your paperwork do? That's, that's a hashtag shirt. What your paperwork do? I need you to ask me what that means. What your paperwork do? Hashtag. Visitation. <laughs> but that's what, but, yeah. but if y'all remember the first podcast, I asked her this. Yes. I said, how does his paperwork look? What does he got? What's written down? And I was like, what oh, he good? He good? Because yes. that's what was being told to me. And then when all these things start happening, then I'm like, you know what? This is a lot. But I still stay with him. And it was never like, it was a problem, but I didn't make it a big issue. What I should have done, and see, you can't shirk it with it. But what I'll do in the future, mm-hmm. what does paperwork do? Okay, cool. That don't work for me? You have a blessed day. How does your kid? Don't work for me? Have an age blessed day. Oh, you have an age limit now? Or age minimum now? Well, I don't. I here's mean. the thing. I don't. <laughs> okay. But here's the thing. When I first got with him, and I had to tell him this in the midst of us breaking up, I said, oh, all my people was like, oh, that baby too little. <laughs> yes. And he stopped and paused and looked and like in the middle of it was like explaining. He said, Everybody said that. I said, everybody, everybody said that baby too little. Yes. I said, but what happens is I thought because what happened with our first time dating, it was okay. But neither here nor there. All of that is a mess for me because the thing about breaking up with somebody when it's not detrimental, it's not harmful and this and that. You still got to figure out what you want. Mm -hmm. You still got to figure out who's the most. Here's the thing that people don't want to admit and I'm going to say. The most important person in your damn relationship is you. This is why I say that. And I'm not even talking about being selfish. What I'm saying is you have to be non-compromising and getting the things you need out of an elected relationship. Yes, I do believe That that. is an elected relationship. A romantic relationship is an elected relationship. It's not your mama, it's not your daddy, it's not your this, and that. And even when you get to a certain age, once you have grown and doing your thing, every relationship is an elected relationship except for the people who um, rely on you to live. You hear what I'm saying? Yep. Every relationship is an elected relationship. But the one thing is we be around here acting like we got them tied to people, bitch. We ain't even got no paperwork. Listen, it's easier to break up with somebody than it is to get a divorce. Oh, Lord. But what I'm telling you is as important as this. Can you love somebody more than you love the person you're married to? Absolutely. I love Coach much more. I was more deeply in love, more deeply everything with him than I was with my ex-husband. I chose him all the time. But here's the thing, there became a change. You remember when I first started, I used to be like, I need somebody to choose me every day. There there came a point in our relationship he stopped choosing me every day. And that's when I should have chose myself. Mm. That's when I should have chose myself. Not a year and a half into it. I should have chose myself a year before that. Cause some things change. And instead of me being able to say that, but I was always in my mind like, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up, don't get. Give- what the fuck am I giving up on? You're giving your all. How is it giving up if it's not what's going And he got really upset with me. and was like, how can you just walk away? And Bro, listen, you anybody can judge me on earth and say I just walked away from my marriage. I don't care. At this point, judge me. Talk about me. Say I'm a giver-upper. I don't really give a, a, <laughs> I'm a quitter, giver-upper. sorry. A giver-upper. <laughs> say, I'm a, say I'm a quitter. I don't really care because the one thing I'm going to have is a good life. Right. And the thing that I don't have time for anymore, my dad died when he was 44 years old. That's four years from now. Mm-hmm. My sister just turned 44. My father. like wrap your mind around the fact that my whole world, was my dad and his life ended at 44. And there was so much he wanted to do in life. Do I want to spend the next four years of my life dreading that thinking, oh, da, da, da. or do I want to spend the next 50 years of my life? Cause I want a bunch of years. I want to be a freaking feisty old lady talking <laughs> shit with my friends, okay? <laughs> Do I want to spend the rest of my life thinking about shit I should have said, or I should have done, or I should have tried to, or should I live the life that I most 100% want to? Mm -hmm. And even if people get hurt in the in the same sentence. I don't wake up to hurt anybody. I didn't get into a relationship with somebody to hurt him. And I don't think he got in a relationship to hurt me. But guess what happened? I got hurt. Mm -hmm. I felt cast aside at points. I felt so alone. I used to sit in my apartment and cry because I was so alone. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't feel like that when someone says that they love you. When someone says that they love you and when they're with you, your whole being is so good, Mm -hmm. but then they just leave and you just feel alone. And again, I don't want anybody to think I'm like this super needy motherfucker like i am a fucking little weirdo i will sit in my house on a saturday and not talk to anybody for 24 hours and be the happiest <laughs> fucking human being like i don't need a lot of and right. maybe in my mind i don't need a lot of attention but i don't feel like i need a lot of attention and at the end of the day I can be by myself. I can do things by myself and I enjoy myself. I have friends. I have a podcast. I have a lot going on. I have a great family. I have a lot of good things in my life. So nobody's just sitting around just like waiting on somebody to come love them. No, it was like, okay, let's do. Let's plan. Let's No, it was it was the fact that you were in a relationship and you wasn't doing relationships. That the issue. And for me, for me, that no longer was acceptable. Mm-hmm. And I feel one thing that I've said for about 20 years, people take as much as they want until they get tired. And you can look in on my relationship and go, well, why y'all didn't do this? One? Why y'all didn't do that? Couldn't see the um trees for the forest. It didn't register to me, but one day it did. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even about, and, and, and I don't want anybody to think that Rebecca Scott was anything but supportive because she was extremely supportive of my relationship because she knows that he loved me. But the one thing I have to think about is this. If I close his mouth, if I closed his mouth and I strictly went off his actions, what did his actions say? Mm. It didn't say that he was overwhelmed and in love with me. It says, I'll get to you when I can. Mm. And that to me is not the life I want to live. I want to be naked in another fucking country, getting <laughs> fucked and, and sucking dick. Dick, suck dick. I, mean, I mean, like a dick. I'm sorry, that's what I need. Now. And maybe that's my PC, but I don't really give a well, shit. Who cares if it's PC? This is our podcast. We're not a PC. Turn okay. that shit off. So let me let me get into. How much time we at? Oh, it don't matter because it's gonna be a long one. But no, but okay. so you got into your shit. So I finished my shit. This is my shit. So... Um, me and ninety five South parted ways. It was I was devastated. Not at first, and I was sad at first. It didn't hit me until we came back from um, New Orleans. I feel like it started hitting you in New Orleans. Well, it's both. Well, I of sh- saw your, I saw your like once you got out of the city. I saw probably our last day there. It started seeming like you were sad. Yes, and that it was. But you want to know why, why? It, did it that way? Remember, because you talked to him. He talked to me. Oh yeah. You awesome. know, and that that we haven't talked. We haven't talked in so goddamn long. Yeah, yeah, it was that. weeks. And that was the first conversation. And it brought back, it brought back feelings of, damn, I can easily talk to this man about what yeah. the fuck. Cause he, he was, he called me and talked to me because something he was going through some shit. And um, again, I'm normally always there to talk to him, do some shit. Um, but... But also, that that also was, I was reminiscing, cause the Facebook memories were coming up about our passing of our friend, my best my oh, yeah. friend. Oh yeah. So it was, I was dealing with a lot of shit. A lot of stuff. So it, that was a, a long weekend. <laughs> Not a long, that was a long, that was an eye opening time for me. That really was, because that's when it hit me that um, my best friends, when he first got diagnosed, will have only six weeks left to live. And life was like going at us but it also sparked something in me as saying why the fuck am I sitting here I can be doing shit like you said I cared about this man to the point. Do I say I could have I loved this man? Definitely. Definitely. It's it's been nine months. I can't say I didn't have strong feelings from him. Yeah. Um because I, I, I did. But it's like I can't sit here and keep doing this. Because it's, I think to me, and I told Tristy Lynn this, it'd it have been easy for me to move on past 95 South and we ended on bad terms. Oh yeah. If it's he so did easy. me wrong if he fucked me over it had been so easy to say, fuck that nigga, but no, there was nothing like that. We ended on good terms. besides the fact we just didn't talk. And I know we both needed that. Uh, and it was also, when you, I'm used to a routine of talking to someone every day about everything. And whatever mm-hmm. pops in my brain, I'm throwing it off him. Whatever Random pops in stuff, his brain, yeah. he's throwing it off me. And we just having great dialogue. And to be without that cold turkey after right, nine right. goddamn months is... Devastating. So when I got back from New Orleans, um, I was sad. I was extremely sad. I cried for a she couple of days. She ghosted me. I ghosted everybody. But she ghosted me. <laughs> Fuck everybody. She ghosted me. I, I had was to process hard. some shit. I had to process some shit. I was like, she's so sad. I don't like it. Uh yeah, I was I was crying. I was going through some shit, but I had to go back into myself and realize. When I feel like this, what helped me? And that was meditation. So I went back into my meditation thing. Um, I went back into grounding myself and you know, and um listening to my good music, spending time outside. Like I got back into my fitness because I told myself I'm a, this pandemic, I done gained some weight during the pandemic and shit. I ain't gonna fucking get back to where I was. And I started working out more, which gave me so much energy. I started writing again. I started doing so much shit just to I, I know I was shit to keep myself busy not to think about it, but it also gave me a new routine. It gave me new goals. It gave me new shit to look forward to. And it it fucking hurt because again, it took everything in my power not to get up and text this man whenever I fucking felt like something funny like I would normally share with him where I was going through shit in life that I would normally share with him. And, And it also hurt because I knew he was going through shit in his and I knew he could have possibly wanted to reach out and talk to me because he would have talked to me because he always told me I'm the first person he wants to ever talk to when it comes to good news. <laughs> and I know some shit was happening and um, even though I felt like some shit was happening, I didn't know, but it was crazy. So we didn't talk, it's hard. And here we are in these last couple weeks, reaching, he he uh, he's reaching out to me more and more. And I told myself that like I'm not gonna do this. Like Coach said to you, I'm not your motherfucking friend. You ain't finna friend zone me. Well he ain't say it like that. Okay, well per se you I say, say I'm saying at 95 South. I'm not your, I'm mother not friend. your motherfucking friend. I'm not your friend. You can't friendzone me. She's so mean. And the thing about that is once I have feelings for someone, only way I can get over it is to not fucking talk to you again. Just like you said, if you see coach, you're gonna melt in his arms. I like spending time with um 95 south but remember my love language is words of affirmation and quality time my first thing is talking talking about anything telling me i'm beautiful doing this talking to me is my shit so i know as soon as we start talking have any form of communication those feelings are going to come back fall right back into that pattern but i'm i'm happy is that it's happening now and i'm not like falling into that pattern how it was like Quickly getting back together because I still know, like you said, I still have my shit. I don't want to be married, but I want a relationship. And if you know you're not gonna give me a relationship and don't do that shit, get the fuck out the way. Give the fuck out the way. I know I'm a good person. I know I got good energy. I know I'm good to be around. Fuck again, I'm dope. And if any woman who thinks they die that we to talk to you. And I know this pussy. I'm Fuck this shit. Yes, I know this pussy good. It's that unicorn shit. Fucking know it. <laughs> Head game. On point. On oh, 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 motherfucking point. Oh, 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 bring tears oh, to the motherfucking- oh, I, I'm, I'm not know gonna my say shit. that. Yeah, I can say it. Fuck it. I can so, say it too. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. I know what I bring to the motherfucking table. I know and what I do. Aside from all of that, I'm, I feel like I'm so dope. You are. That's the thing, queen. You are dope. You are dope. But I think if a man can't give you what you want at the time you need it or want it, then that man's not for you. And like That's I said, hard, man. it's hard. Like we Type had a conversation. Is right, man. Me and Tristan Lee had this conversation this week because um me and 95 South are talking more and more. Mind you, it's been months. So and this is like bouncing back and talking, it's really different for me. Um because again, I don't want to be friend zone. And Tricia Lynn came to me and she said, "Well, what the fuck do you want?" I don't know what I fucking want right now. Because it took me so long to get out of the space of talking to him and the routine of talking to him and being around him, mm-hmm. especially during this pandemic shit. That talking to him is easy. Talking to him puts me. In, talking to him calms me. But in the same aspect, I'm not. Putting all my eggs in the same basket. We're not in a relationship, so you know I'm not fucking nobody. But it's just the fact that I'm not fucking nobody. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pandemic. Drought, girl. This it's pandemic, a and, and you can't you can't really date, you fuck around this pandemic. But whatever, it's hard That's to break up during a pandemic. But uh, (laughs) I'm not setting myself up, not setting myself, I'm not settling down to saying I'm not, you know, talking to anybody else. I'm just not doing that. Because my life is not a whole because you can't do what you need to do to be with me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because you don't choose it. Because my thing is, everything is a choice, right? Mm -hmm. Everything we do is a choice. And so at the end of the day, you want to be chosen. But if it ain't gonna be you, it's gonna be someone else. Exactly. And the thing about it is, you might miss me, but the next nigga might misses me. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I see what you did there. I see you play on words, boo. Um, That's, that's funny, because I feel like, you feel like you got your shit off about um your boo? I mean, I guess oh and, and guess well, the last point I want to make is I don't think me understand you taught me before too because even in our last recent conversation with me and 95 South he brought back up some shit that I wasn't comfortable with and I didn't I didn't respond to a text message and he felt some type of way about that because I didn't want to respond to the text message because I don't give a fuck like <laughs> I understand what you're going through but again I don't give a fuck until the point where I don't want to be a sounding board for any of that shit and I feel bad but I don't want to because it doesn't make me feel good on my insides so if it doesn't make me feel good on my insides to talk about it I'm not gonna fucking talk about it if it doesn't make my coochie thrive I don't wanna discuss it oh well, that's true too it doesn't <laughs> I don't want so he felt some type of way about that but I think like you told me you, you said he thinks you're invincible I, I really do believe cause I he told me before I'm a, I'm a he can see why men are intimidated by me I say what I say and I mean what I say I, I, I give you the blunt honest truth. Oh God, she's my- so blunt. Shut the hell up. So, I love your bluntness. I give you the blunt, honest truth from my perspective anyway how and how I, I feel. feel. You see how she talked to me? Shut the fuck up. Trust be your damn friend. Continue off, mean ass. I am not mean. I'm very blunt. You literally just told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> what if I was sensitive? You? <laughs> your ass is not nice. Continue, mean ass. <laughs> like i said yeah. <laughs> um anyway sorry. um sorry I had to sit there and think about that I, cause because I'm, I'm I've lived my life on I want to walk away from anybody in five seconds ooh baby and it's been okay to do that I've been okay to do that shit I was able to it took me a while to get over my divorce and my it took me a while to get over my marriage not my divorce I was happy by my divorce Jesus um, took me a while to get over my marriage ended up my marriage because I've known him for 30 years I've known him for so goddamn long so it took me a long time and then again I was in a marriage for all the good reasons to me you know that's the man who I wanted to marry since I was young. You know, that's, a, uh, our families are meshed together. We, re- I've known him since I was fucking seven, eight years old. Like our families were, I knew his family. So it took me a longer, longest time to mourn that marriage. But when it came to relationship after that, I know what the fuck I wanted. So I could walk away from any goddamn body because normally by the time I wanna walk away, like you said, I'm done. When women are done, they are done. It's hard to get a done woman back. I'm like, you you (laughs) might as well not even talk to her. Yeah, just stop talking to her. She can't be talked to. Yes. She gonna gonna piss your ass off. That's what Bear's been doing lately. Why you coming back? I'm done with you. Like, I'm done done. I don't care if you literally send me messages that you fucking miss me. Okay. Missed me with that shit. I, I don't, don't give miss a fuck. you. Don't give up. I'm nice, you know. I, I, he somebody say I realized that I was just I was so stubborn, and I, okay, you were. I, I replied, you were stubborn, you were narcissistic, you were immature, <laughs> and he was like, well, damn. Stop setting yourself up, dumb. dumb. You, you, you're throwing me, you throwing me soft balls. Don't do this shit to me. Cause I'm gonna throw you back some shit you don't want to fucking hear. So oh. when a woman's done, she's done, and um, it's hard to Undone a Woman. I like that though. <laughs> you like that because that's real. It, it is. It's try. It's it's hard to revert back. <laughs> it is. So even when the space that me and ninety five stop in right now, it's I'm in a different space because he always wanted me to be my little rah rah, and I was I was I couldn't was be rah rah, rah, with, rah. Him with him. Couldn't be rah rah with him for some strange oh, reason. He getting that rah rah. He now. the rah rah now. He sure is because that's probably like shit. <laughs> no, that shit turns him on. So. <laughs> He's probably, I mean, I, when I'm, when I'm done, like I'm done, done. But with 95 South, it's not different done. because I've never, I was so, I'm so easily was able to walk away. Like I said before in five seconds, but for some reason, this fucking man is hard him. to walk away within five seconds. Here's the thing. I know you, I know your patterns. You're, I know you're not done with him. Cause when you done, but trust me, here will be every motherfucker you could find in your vocabulary, I know you not done. And so the thing about it is as a friend, I think there's a place that you gotta allow your friends to process through their process. Like we've been friends since we were 13. I know your process. Mm-hmm. I know you are not done. And I know at some point, either it's gonna, you know, work itself back together or not. But I know you're not done. And I know when you're done. I know there's some of you were not done. I know you're not done. I was done back then. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Seriously. I was at a point, and that's what we could talk about too. I was saying we're gonna put a pin in that. I was at a point where I was done. I was like, I finally literally got out of routine of talking to him. Was not thinking about him. I was not like doing that shit. Like uh, I unfollowed him from social media. I took... Like I deleted all the pictures off fucking you know when you like delete the pictures off of fucking iCloud, off of Google. Like I was the queen of that. I, I I literally deleted his phone number, his contact information. I deleted all that shit. And um yeah, it was funny because someone told me before and I was talking about it one of my friends who's highly in tune she was like that man's gonna come back because it's like a twin flame shit with you two I was like huh He's she was like, she's like it's, a, it's a twin flame shit with you two and it might not happen now but I guarantee he's gonna fucking come back in some way and she was right it was like three weeks later but <laughs> she was right um but I'm it's just in a point where the space we in is it's just different. It's just different. But I was done. I was done, but it, I think if it's come to a point where men sense when women are done, and they yeah. feel some type of way about it. The moment I was done, done, that's when I got a mysterious interaction. But yeah, now I'm done with that comment, that that uh, interlude. Other aspect that I don't think I was ready for is one. I feel like there's two beacons that go out for men. Okay, I don't there know are about two women. Two beacons that go out for well, men. Remember to say okay. A man know when you're done. Yes. Because they react totally different. Because mm-hmm. me and Coach Lightweight broke up twice, but this time it was a completely different response from him. So it's like he got that beacon of, oh, she done. The other beacon that nobody told me about that I totally forgot about because it's been a really, really long time since it happened <laughs> is um I don't put any of my business on social media, right? So I was in a monogamous relationship for a year and a half, okay? Nothing. All of a sudden, men been coming out of the woodwork. Yes, and she be texting me. She'd be like, girl, I don't know what the fuck, but I got so many messages in my inbox all of a sudden from all like, these different I th- men. I think you can go back on our old podcast and when you be talking about people sliding in your DMs and shit, and I'm like, don't nobody be in my DMs. I wonder why. It's almost like they knew I had a man. <laughs> I ain't changed nothing. Literally nothing about what I post, the way that I post, the way that I say things. Nothing. All of a sudden, I got a man talking about some. How are you? Can we, you know, let me talk to you or uh, men from my past? And let me tell you, Childhood memories. Listen, no! <laughs> okay, that was loud. Sorry. But. I literally have had three people come back in two, three guys. And I was just like, wait, what? Like I was not ready for the type of, I'm not even saying response. One, literally uh, a guy, we're gonna call him Preacher Man. Preacher Man, I've known my entire (laughs) life, literally. She got a preacher, shut up. (laughs) We're just calling him that, but preacher man, <laughs> um, or what they call him a five heartbeats choir boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, choir oh boy. We're, we're gonna call him choir boy. So really, the, so choir boy from know my entire life. Like he was born in August, I was born in February, but we literally were in the crib together, like my entire life. And I got a lot of love for him just for generic, you know, we've been, you know, we've known each other our whole lives. And like, of course, when we were little, everybody used to joke, oh yeah, I'm gonna end up together, stuff like that. You know, stuff like that. But it was never anything, you know, he got married super young, you know, he was married, he got married, his wife passed away, God rest her soul. He got married again. I never thought anything of it. So then he came back in my life and we were chit chatting and like, it was different to have the conversation because i was just like oh i'm talking to a different man that is not a baby no a different man that's not the man i've been talking to every day for the past year and a half so that was different Mm-hmm. And then right in that same space, somebody came up in my friend suggestions in Facebook, and we're gonna call him Hometown. And this dude was the guy that like the last guy I, that like liked me, and of course I, of course I liked him too. Maybe I've never told him that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I probably should tell him that because <laughs> he was like, you know, I had the biggest crush on you, and I don't think I ever responded to that. Oh, oh! you don't think he knows that? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. But... Um, okay. We playing that. Okay. We playing that game. But um, I was always very, like, all over the place when I was younger. Like, just loud and crazy. Um, but so he... We got him hometown. We went to, like, sixth grade together and like you know it was crazy and he just randomly came across my suggestions and 28 years later connecting with him was absolutely bananas and then somebody who <laughs> who Rebecca Skye hates with a passion who? Jack of all oh, trades oh fuck <laughs> Oh, Jack of All Trades is a pain in my ass. And you guys remember Jack of All Trades? He literally was like the first one or two episode. No, maybe episode three. Yeah. And that bum motherfucker trying to do some old dumb shit. You know what? You know what? Calm down. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> she she literally went, hmm. Like calmed her little. She calmed, she calmed her little red wagon down. Okay. <laughs> Cause it was on fire, (laughs) but it was, it's just funny. Like, first of all, all three of these dudes are different. I will say this, um, hometown and Jack of all trades. They're kind of, they give very similar vibes. I'm not gonna lie all good conversations and stuff like that. But it's just been an interesting process of, and everybody knows, nobody's, I feel like maybe one has really trying to throw a rhythm, rhythm my way, but nobody has tried to get with me because I pretty much went into like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, chit chat. Da, 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 da. I'm not looking for nothing. I don't want nothing. I'm not trying to find nothing. Nothing is what I'm after. <laughs> We can have a conversation, we can converse, we can chit chat, we can talk about the past, we can do any of those, and I'm cool with all of that. But I'm not in the mind space, I'm doing something for myself that I didn't do after I got divorced, which is, I'm taking like a year off a break for myself. I need that. Now, in this year, am I gonna be hanging out, having a good time? Absolutely, but, I just don't want to focus on somebody else in a relationship. I go too hard in a relationship. Now, okay. That now great. let's, let's, let's clarify this. Mm-hmm. You want to take time out that you haven't t- taken time out because you go too hard. You love too hard. Mm-hmm. Or is it because you need to focus on you. Oh, no, it's it's 1,000%. This is my me time, selfish, get, not selfish, but I really need to focus on me mm-hmm. and focus on getting my mind, my body, my spirit back together. Really focusing on, you know, decorating my house and, you know, really making money. And just literally, I just wanted to be about me for about a year. Like, I don't even want to think about. And and when I say that, I don't want it to come off really negative because, again, I just want my life to be my own. I don't wanna to have to think about another person. Cause in a good, in a relationship period, you should be thinking about the other person and you know, are they good? You know, how is this, how is this, when you're serious with somebody, how is this decision gonna affect that person? How is this gonna affect that person? Like if you're in a serious relationship, that's something you definitely should be thinking about. And in my mind, I don't wanna think about nobody else. If I wanna to talk to you, guess what the hell I'm gonna do? I'm going to get in here, I'm going to take a shower, I'm going to take my ass to bed. That's all I got for you. I don't want to be like, all right then, good night. Damn you, good night. I don't want to be bothered. Okay, I don't even want to have to talk to you. If I'm going to a, a crazy rough day and I don't want to be bothering anybody, I now feel like I don't have to be. I don't have to pick up no phone calls. I don't have to say nothing. But you're also nothing. not, you're not reciprocating that energy too. You're not trying to be with somebody and then feel the way you Fuck feel. no. And to me, that's selfish. Mm-hmm. So to me, it would be selfish if I started dating someone at this point. And like, first of all, <laughs> let me just say this. I love the shit out of Coach. To me, if I up and just get in another relationship, that's like saying fuck you to that dude. Mm-hmm. And I never do that. First of all, I need time to process that completely out. Because the way you process something in a month is very different the way than how you process it in six months, in nine months, in a year, right? Those things are very different. Even my divorce. I processed my divorce at a year much different than I did at the, at the beginning onset of it, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it took me aback because I was like, damn, like I didn't expect to feel this type of way. And I didn't want it back or anything, but it's just the process of it, right? And I believe in really listening to processes. And so for me, I'm like, bro, listen, I am not even on that. I'm happy to do my thing. Mm-hmm. I just wanna do my thing. I just wanna come and go as I please, live my life. I don't wanna be obligated to anybody or anything. If I wanna jump, go to you know Dallas, go to Dallas. If I wanna go to New York, go to New York. If I wanna go, I'm randomly going to New York in October. Like, whatever. If I want to go and do something, I just wanna do it. I don't wanna hear your perspective. I don't hear what you gotta say. I don't want to hear you gonna miss me I don't care like I'm I don't want to be bothered so stop like keep your opinions to yourself and I just want to be about my, my own body for a while getting it in the best shape possible but more than getting it in the best shape possible just getting myself back to when I just had all of this life mm-hmm. and all of this fun mm-hmm. that's important to me and so that's where I am and it may not be popular and I know people's like I mean, you just gonna not be in a relationship. Yeah. My whole life is not a relationship. Yeah, I don't think... And some people don't realize you don't always have to be in a relationship. Again, what you're doing right now, I did three years after you my You did divorce. it after your divorce. I See, did yeah, it for did. three straight years. So I'm in a whole different space. I, I can feel every single thing you're saying. Yeah. And when I was ready to date those three years... I started fucking dating full time. That's why I can sit here and say, when I'm in a relationship, I want a relationship, I am fully invested into that relationship. Cause I have been single for a very long time, uh, you know? And I know how to be with myself. I know, I know I'm know i good by myself, but cool. I also know at this point, I want a partnership. See, like my sister too, what do we call her? I don't know what we call my sister, but my sister- Chocolatier. They, we did not call chocolate latte because I don't even like that shit. No. <laughs> But I had to think about something, yeah. I, we did something, but my sister, I don't remember she's the same thing. way now. She got divorced and she's been processing. It. And in, like during this pandemic, she learned a lot about herself. And I went over there and I talked to her, helped her learn how to meditate, help her get grounded, like that. She's become so much clearer about what she wants. She and she sounds different, and I told her that. I like though, no. she doesn't, she's not that person who's just like, I'm never getting married again, i fuck a man, blah blah blah. Yes. Not, she's not that. Because you get in that mood you do that know. mode after you get your heart broken, mm-hmm. after you go through something traumatic, as a divorce, Trauma- not divorce is not traumatic. After you go something traumatic as ending your marriage. Yeah. Now, now when once that expectation leaves you you different she's been different but now that she's thinking about herself and thinking about what her needs need to be met or whatever she's like you she's like I don't want a relationship right now you know I get it but she's also just told me last week I can see myself getting married again and I always tell people that like I know you want to sit there and say no divorce, no divorce, I'm never getting married again because of I me mean, not no divorce but no marriage. I'm never getting married again. It's easy to say within those first two years. Oh yeah hundred percent Easy to say. Give yourself two years, though. I agree. Give yourself two years, and after those two years, don't keep going off the same thing as I'm never getting married again. Because you might find somebody who knocks you off your feet and gives you that Ugh. wow factor, and you can't deny that wow factor. Yeah. And you can't be so uh, you can't be so consumed in I don't want nobody. I want to be by myself. I don't want. To do, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Um. I don't want to think about nobody because when that wow factor hits you. It's going to be something different. It's going to be damn... All right, this is what it's supposed to be, because I think everyone—if you're in a relationship, you got a relationship for the right reasons. And if that person makes you feel right, if that person eva- and that person um elevates you, if that person helps you level up, if that person motivates you, if that person giving you the your love language and the how you're supposed to be doing yeah. Don't fight that. Don't fight that. And that's why you say you give yourself a year. I hate the fact that you're putting a fucking time limit on it. I hate it. Now, I would love to say, I, mean, I would love for you to say, you know. I'm just giving myself some time going through what I'm doing because you never know what's gonna happen. My friend said the same thing. She you was like, "Girl, tell you something. A woman like you, you, you not gonna be in these streets that long." You're My not. Old boy said that too. But again, but again, it's not about being in the streets. Yeah. I'm just saying I, I don't I ain't ever put truth. yourself in a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, a yet. thousand. Because I don't want you again, to. Because if, if if a, if a man who treats you. you right comes through, I don't want you to be in a in the time. Like space, I got saying, two moments months left. Yeah. No. I no, that's about no, I, I want to focus on me. No, that person crossed your path for a reason. I mean, that's, and that, definitely. And if he's bringing all these fucking trinkets with him, all the cards, all the flowers, all the quality. Wait right now. If he's throwing this wild he shit. He wows me. Don't deny okay, it. Okay, I ain't going to deny it. Because I understand. And I, I ain't going to deny it, girl. Some people forget that fact. They be so consumed with what they, oh, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, that they miss out on people who come in their life who's supposed to be that blessing that's true and like I like our my sister I told her I had to talk to her about it because she's one of them people too she's like I don't care I, everything I'm gonna i feel this way about a man I want to check this this and this because of her her, her marriage mm. I was like that's what you need to stop doing stop stop thinking this next dude is gonna act like him Cause you, you can't you. do that, and you can't because you're gonna discount a good ass man who's gonna treat you right because of some fears about this other bum ass dude them did to you. Bum ass. Bum asses do some bum ass shit. Bum ass. So anyway, now we really over it. Um. <laughs> We talked about breakups in this podcast, and you know, y'all. If y'all heard this podcast before, you know that Trissy Lynn and Rebecca Scott were with some men and treating them right. You know, I was getting dick down. I felt a little good about that. It's hard for me to think about right not dick. getting dicked down. Ooh. God damn, because it's pandemic and shit. But, you can't just get dick. Babe, down. I'm sorry. I miss you. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Who <laughs> do you miss? i do you miss the dick? That's the best dick I ever had. Mm. You, you the fucking best. You, you the, the fucking, fucking best. best. <laughs> you the fucking best. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, um, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, so thank you for listening to this podcast. Catch us on all major platforms. I'm trying to get on Amazon Music. Amazon Music just introduced some uh, podcasts. I'm going to submit our shit to that. Yes, queen. Podcasts. Yes. Um, thank you guys for listening. Check out. And heels on our next episode, we talk about more creative topics. Bye bye.